welcome to a new episode of the City Gents. We've been on a little bit of a hiatus, um, but we're going to get back to it. My boy, Santiago, if that's his name this week, you know, now that we're back, you never know what his name is going to be. Hey, got- man, I just go with the flow. You know, some, sometimes I'm Santiago, sometimes I'm Patrick. It, you know, it doesn't really matter. But today, I'm Santiago. That are- and then we got my boy here, Craig Mack, our host that's been in the missing that's we want to welcome him back he just had a lot of things going on you know we all do especially during the weird odd times we're living in so support our brother um he's back <laughs> they already supported me they back. how y'all doing it is craig mack the one and only i uh, have been away and uh i guess i owe it to y'all to to let you know what all has been going on so uh previous on the the last episode that we ended up recording anyway that i was here um uh, you know, just was in between some stuff, uh, jobs included. So uh, I, I am back gainfully employed. It wasn't shortly thereafter, actually. So uh, I'm working with a uh, third-party marketing company. So uh, working with them and climbing the ranks actually rather quickly. Uh, and hopefully at the early part of the year, I'll be looking to expand the market to Milwaukee. So uh, not fingers crossed on that because I intend on hitting that goal. Uh, and otherwise, just been training in the gym, uh, doing what I do best. So uh now I'm back with my bros. At, uh, I haven't been out of contact with them, but we have been out of contact with y'all. So we're back. Yeah, we'll be back. Big moves coming for us, especially in the new year. Um, and then we have a special guest um, that has a lot of insight on a lot of different topics that we're going to be talking about today. I'll, I'll let her introduce herself. Um, hi, guys. <laughs> um, my name is Nash. Actually, my name is Natalie, but my friends call me Nash. Um, I'm from the Dominican Republic. I'm a friend with Patrick, and I'm very happy to be with you today. <laughs> it's my very first time, and I'm very excited of being here. Perfect. You know, the only thing that I had a problem with that well, is that how she only said she's friends with Patrick, like like we just strangers. You know, you felt that I too, mean, Craig. <laughs> I don't need you saying that. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, but yeah. as we welcome uh, everybody back. I'm going to let my main man, Patrick, get get us knocked off and get us started. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, you know, just real quick, I want to give a shout out to Craig Mack uh, for, you know, all the stuff you got, you have accomplishing, bro. It, it, it's good to see you. He definitely, you know, was going through it, but he got through it because he's a fighter. So mad respect for you on that end, bro. And keep grinding, keep going where you want. And you too, King Javon. I didn't see your growth and where you're going. So I definitely want to make sure I give you your props. You know, we always we talk stuff to each other, but at the end of the day, we brothers for life, like bad boys. So, uh, and to Nash, get okay, Nash. How are you? How are you doing tonight? <laughs> so Dominican. <laughs> I'm great. Great. It's been a hell of a weekend <laughs> for me. I've been working for seven days straight, uh, but I'm good. I'm I'm good. Okay. I'm doing what I'm supposed to do. <laughs> so, so what do you do for work for our listeners so they know? Uh, what I do uh, for a living, like my day job, like I like to call yeah. it. Uh, what I, I'm an operations analyst for. Um, uh, Western Union okay. here in the Dominican Republic. So yeah, that's what I do. Okay. And you said your day job. So do you have like a night, you know, side job that you do or a hobby that you do afterwards? 
Yeah, I do um, a few other things. Uh, I'm a dancer. So that's like my other life, like my other job. And um, it's been it's been hard during these days now with uh, with the virus and everything going on. But we try, you know, to try to stay focused and and all that. And also a little bit more of a side job is like I work with a um, wedding planning company. Oh, okay. So yeah. <laughs> and what do you uh, what do you do there? Uh, for the yeah, wedding for the, planning uh, for the wedding planning company. Yeah, well, basically, I'm one of the assistants for, uh, for the boss lady. Okay. You know, yeah. uh, we basically uh, that company works for. Um, they do weddings. They do um, any type of celebrations, but mostly weddings, of mm -hmm. course, and. Um, and also like um, corporate uh, things, okay. like for companies or, yeah. So like corporate events and stuff like that as well. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so you, you mentioned you, you, you do dance. How, how long have you been dancing? <laughs> I've been dancing since I was four years old. <laughs> okay, and, and do you have a specific yeah. style that you stick to or that, that you like the most or you kind of do, do it yeah, all? Of course. Uh, yeah, when I started, um, I started uh, doing uh, classical, like yeah. ballet. Uh, yeah, I think like my mom thought that I should have something to do after school, but she never thought that probably I would like it right. as much as I did, as I do still. So after that, um, when I reached certain age, I uh, I sort of stopped doing it mm -hmm. because uh, I was like between that awkward transition between being um, a child and a teenager. Yeah. So, so after that, I discovered uh, due to a friend, I discovered um, jazz dance. So basically, that's what I do now. And actually, is what I'm I'm most passionate about. I do other styles, and I've been uh, uh, trying them all. And I also trying to train on everything I can. Yeah. But my favorite, what I I'm a pro at is jazz dance. Okay, that's what I. Yeah. And what are what would you say are are some challenges you ran into? You know, even before the pandemic, that you had to overcome with jazz dance—is it, you know, was it the technique or you know, just different challenges that you overcame with dance? Well, um, in general, I think like dancers go through a lot. Um, I also said, and I always thought um, that dancers had like a different type of soul. Mm -hmm. We feel things different. When you actually, um, when you actually, when you feel that's your calling in life, you know, when you actually can feel that you're good at something and that you, that you actually have the talent, the discipline. Dancers are very sensitive souls. Uh, 
I think we have to go through everything. Everything is a challenge. Like since when you start training, like your body, mm. uh, try to train your body to do certain things or to try to learn um, positions, how to move your arms, your legs, uh, thing that probably like normal people won't do yeah. <laughs> that easily. And uh, also the challenge that you have to go through when you uh, try to be part of something, like um, when you go to auditions and you don't get picked and, and then you start comparing yourself yeah. to others. I, I think that's um, the, the hardest part when you think you're actually good at it, but then you start going through stuff and you probably start thinking like, okay, being talented is not enough. <laughs> and it's not only for dancing. I think everything in life, like talent is just, it's not enough. Being talented is not enough. You need, you need to work hard for the things you want. Just because you're smart doesn't mean you're going to, as an example, it's not, doesn't mean that you're going to achieve everything. If you don't work hard for the things you want, you're never going to get it. Like, Amen. Amen. Can interject. I mean, honestly, I would apply that just hearing her talking to it. I mean, I would apply it to, to my type of training because uh, not everybody is made for getting punched in the face. <laughs> so, uh, so, I mean, uh, with that, I mean, you kind of, like you said, you have a different spirit. And I, I would attribute that to what we do as well. Because, I mean, everybody in there, we all feel like family because we understand each other. Because we all have something similar that makes us want to go do that. And we feel our best when we go do yeah. that. And, like you said, it's a bunch of movements that you're, you're forcing your body to, to do correctly. And, and and it's not how you would normally do it. So, you kind of have to keep shifting and evolving and molding yourself into the best version of uh, what it is that you want to be. Mm -hmm. So, uh, I can definitely identify with that. Yeah, yeah I, I would say that's awesome that you're sharing that. Um, and I know that in the dance world, like you said, it's very competitive. And even I'm sure the locations, I know that you are in the DR and things like that. Do you think that that also affects your, a person's ability like to truly succeed, like being in a, country, a certain country or a certain location as well? Yeah, totally. Like you see dancers from here go to other countries all the time because here um I I love my country. Uh I, I want to get that uh leave that clear. Yeah, yeah. I love the Dominican Republic. I love my country and if I got to choose uh between here and maybe some other place I will always choose to born here again and being raised mm -hmm. here. I love my island. But um, it is hard, you know. Uh, it is hard to actually make a living here just from uh, from dancing. It is hard. You got you have to give up many things, and sometimes you get to a point where you're like, okay, maybe I, I like this a lot. This is my passion, but am I willing to sacrifice that much to 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 get to a place at once to um because you see that uh let's say the united states yeah. uh a lot of dancers from here probably uh the first place they they uh the the first country they want to go to to maybe that makes them think that they can make a living of it is go to the states it's also hard 
in the states in the states to make it. Yes. But it's different in in many ways it's different because uh your country has like m more opportunities when it comes to arts and culture and all that there and maybe not only in the states maybe in other countries like spain or any other country from latin america arts like dancing are truly appreciated not only for the people who does it is uh, is also the people who don't do it as well like they like to go to the shows they buy tickets to go to the theater they go they they buy tickets to to go see the ballet people like that uh but here it's kind of hard and it, it changes from year to year you know yeah. and when generations new generations come uh it gets hotter and hotter i guess Uh, so here dancers have to jog between like being a dancer and having a regular job because it's kind of impossible just to make a living out of it. It's, it's kind of hard. It's very hard. Definitely appreciate you uh, sharing our us and giving us insight because like you said, and I, I don't think anybody uh, on us on the show for sure here, any of our listeners would think just because you, There's different opportunities anywhere that you don't love your country. I know that to never be true with almost any Dominican person I met. They, they, they love their country. So I, I get yeah. that. And I, I get that it can be difficult as things change and, you know, progress. So uh, I have a question for you. You know, with, you know, even kids this age or, you know, somebody who's trying to get into some that's difficult like things, what are, What are some words of like strength or encouragement where you give that helped you um, either through those times when maybe you didn't get the audition that you wanted or, you know, those times where you were, you know, practicing late and things just didn't work out. What are some words of encouragement you would give those people? Well, first thing that I will say is like practice makes the master. Mm. I always learned that from my teachers. And it's like it's like tattooed in my skin. Like if you don't practice, you you're never gonna like uh, be like that 100% professional, amazing dancer that you want to be. And you have to practice. You have to train. And if you have the opportunity, like I will say to all those. Uh, young kids probably or maybe adults that wants that want to pursue something on dancing like you need to train on everything every style you can you cannot be a dancer just of one uh, uh, type of dance like you need to train and learn everything everything you can because dancers i mean dancers have to be holistic like you 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 need to be um this one person that knows a lot um i will definitely say yeah. never give up like like at all so, um, i mean like never give up because Uh, is the only way that you can get better. Is the only way that you can stop probably measuring yourself, comparing yourself to others, because everyone has something that makes them unique, and you need to find that uniqueness. 
and make it greater, like um, make it your brand probably. And you will be known for that. And that's going to get you definitely far. definitely agree with making something your brand. It's just like clothing line. People would spend money on clothes that branded. It, it's considered high value or, you know, popular or something that people like. So making your own yeah. brand and not being a carbon copy of everybody else, I think that's excellent advice. And, you know, stuff that people struggle with because if you keep, you know, getting a no and no in audition, you'll be, oh, something must be wrong with me. I need to try to be like the people who are, getting these auditions where if you keep practicing and you know having your own brand to it you might get a better gig than they have later down the line just sometimes it's just not your time mm -hmm. yet and that's something i think we all got to realize with different things totally yeah yeah i agree completely i mean i feel like everything happens when it's meant to happen and the universe comes together when it comes together like if you keep searching or doing your best to get what you want it it happens regardless laws of attraction yeah i mean the grass is greener where you water it that's somewhere you know that's something i hadn't heard until a couple of weeks ago and i was like man that makes all the sense in the world because i mean it just takes a little bit of stubbornness to succeed where you want your dream to be so uh so yeah that's that's awesome that you're still pursuing and uh you already have the end in sight so you just gotta keep exactly. applying pressure we'll definitely be at one of the shows supporting you your one of your biggest fans <laughs> yeah yeah that's right and then, um, so you have mentioned earlier some about uh, the, you know, as the generations change and stuff, and you know, some of the feedback we were getting uh, from our previous episode, especially when we talk about love and you know, dating situations like that, where it was great, but it's all just three guys talking about ourselves so only in our perspective. We we never take the time to have you know, you know, a woman <laughs> on here who can kind of either challenge our perspective or you know, or let it you know just to have an open dialogue so yeah. my first question with you as it pertains to that wh what is your view on dating in this time of like social media and, and all that oh wow social media have made has made everything difficult <laughs> <laughs> i gotta say it's difficult for people not to mm -hmm. be truly themselves and it's hard for other people to um actually uh, fell in love for who you are and what they see. I mean, like, of course, you the first thing you are uh, that makes you attracted to someone is right. what you see in person, right? That's let's be honest about that. Honest. I will never approach you if what I'm seeing on the outside is not mm. what appealing to me, but because what you see on the outside is what makes me probably right. want to know more about you shouldn't be everything but it's definitely uh the first part how everything should start but now with social media we see so many people that are not what what you think they are and it's not only in the physical part it's also we um we create this uh, social media has made us create this image, uh, this image about uh, people, and made us believe that they're perfect, and they're not probably allowed to mm -hmm. be different or make mistakes. I don't know if you're following me, but it's like 
again, social media has made everything harder for people trying to actually find true love. We are not, we are abandoned. I mean, we abandon the old ways to try to, um, uh, yeah, to try to blend to this. And yeah, it's difficult. It's uh, we hard. would definitely uh, agree with that too. That social media has made it difficult. But what you were saying is, people aren't their true selves. They are who either they envision who they want to be or who how oh other people expect them to be. So, and then they look at different other people, uh, different social media profiles to, you know, compare themselves where there's the couples that's always posting on uh, Facebook and Instagram and Snapchat. And then, and then your, your girl's like, well, why don't you ever post us? And it's like, yo, do I need to? Uh, But, you know, sometimes here and there, Exactly. Like, isn't it enough that we're together already? Like, that we know that we're together and that we like each other. We need to be like posting and uploading right. pictures right. everywhere. Like, Why? Why? Just be Why? like, you know, you know, this <laughs> mind is. I can understand that. You know, one okay, but I see even on you know, especially on my IG on my story. This is one couple I'm almost gonna mute because every time I'm clicking through it, like it's always pictures of them. And for me. <laughs> and I'll get King J. Vons and Craig Mack's opinion on this, is for me, it shows a certain level of insecurity in a relationship, maybe even with the person you're with or with yourself yeah. attorney that you're projecting to the other person, when you constantly have to feel like you have yeah. to post them. King yeah. J. Vons, what, totally what are your thoughts it. on that, man? Well, for me, I often feel like it does show sometimes the insecurity, but that's not in every relationship. I do recognize, and I'm only speaking from uh, things I've noticed was that oftentimes the people that do post uh, a couple months later after something happens, then we see a, a few days later the girl or the guy like posting somebody else different, like how great of a relationship they're in. And it often shows some insecurities, but there are some relationships that some people just post on social media. For me personally, I, it's not something I really do, um, especially I just feel like my relationship is private if I'm in a relationship or if I'm not. Uh, which creates its own issues for some people. But as I've grown, I really have learned that it's all about the connection you have with somebody. So if you all want to connect and show your relationship that you're traveling, that you're doing this, then do you. <laughs> but for some people, they don't want to do it. And I think that sometimes we get so hung up on, like, why isn't someone doing that if they're happy? That, which has caused a problem. What would you say, Mr. Mack? Yeah, I would say that uh, I don't think it's always uh, in every case that it's insecurities uh, so much as, you know, maybe that's just like the best thing going on in their life or, or the thing that kind of helped turn things around. Because, you know, having a, you know, a woman in your life, of course, you know, as a new dynamic and you obviously have perspective and think to bounce ideas off of and have a second person there uh, just to, I mean, to share your life with now, uh, assuming you all stay together. Um, but yeah, I mean, post on Instagram, <laughs> right. I mean, and that's what I'm saying. I don't got to see every time they have a bowl of cereal now, but, uh, exactly. So, uh, so other than that, yeah, I mean, like, I, I think it's a good thing to, to show that, but it's not exactly, you know, one, you know, two posts, here, especially maybe for let the world birthday, know you got anniversary with you. or Christmas, you know, ain't nothing wrong with that. You letting the special person know that. Yeah, I, don't know. I, I, think, I don't know, man. I'll be seeing people sitting right next to each other. I'm like, 
why are you telling them happy anniversary on social media? And you <laughs> no, no, I don't. I, I, so I'm I mean, like, what like, is this? Telling everybody else, because I know, Pat. I'm just saying, like, I, that's what I'm like. People, you know, people do doing? stuff for the gram. They don't, because, uh, like uh, Nash said, and actually agreeing. I know. I think we talked about this too. Is the old school like people don't have time to fall in love? It's you know I have to keep up with this couple yeah. or I have to keep up with that yeah. couple, um, and they might do it either consciously or subconsciously. That's why, you know, I value, you know, privacy within my relationship. But at the same time, I don't want anybody to feel like they are being hidden because, you know, that can cause issues in itself as well. I think if you I think it requires a balance, like exactly. You should be able to balance uh to try to keep your privacy and also try to keep this person um happy in the sense of why you pose a picture of us? Is there is, is there a reason? Are you uh, try to keep me hating or something? You know, but when you post constantly about your life and with your partner, since is uh, is what we're talking about now, like you given the chance, the opportunity to others to feel entitled to uh, to um, make opinions about your relationship mm -hmm. and to be um, uh, maybe um, expecting something from you and always be uh, expectant to uh, to what you post or not to be able to say like if you stop posting and let's say you're uh, um Let's say you always post like ten pictures or ten stories about you and your and your girlfriend, and mm -hmm. um, one day you decide to post something about yourself, and then, uh, you know what that caused? People starts, uh, I mean, starts wondering, oh, did they broke up? What's going mm -hmm. on? What? I mean, people that even don't, don't even talk to you that often starts <laughs> uh, sending you DMs and everything because they know it. They just want to know. So I guess I, I talk from experience in that part. Uh, since I'm not, I'm not the type of person who posts a lot on Instagram. People always ask me sometimes, uh, the, like my ex boyfriend, uh, we we didn't used to post a lot of pictures and people that doesn't that didn't even talk to me at all uh always feel entitled to send me dms and ask me are you still together why you ask yes but yeah we're still together but why you ask oh it's just that you don't post that many pictures of you on instagram what do you care exactly <laughs> like, and and this is not to knock anybody who does it. Obviously, it's just, you know, yeah, all of four not. of our different perspectives on it. For me, I, I can tell I've been dating my girl for uh, over seven months now. And we just posted one picture. And for the, for, for the most part, it's very positive responses. But within that, there's always people trying to just make your time hell or day and, you know, that's where communication is important, very open and honest communication about what's going on and what's not, because yeah. I was getting different um, DMs, uh, you know, that turned out to be nothing, but they were definitely just trying to cause a rift within the relationship. And I've seen people 
you know, break up or get divorced for less simple because of things on social media. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, I think that, it, well, we are, besides our listeners, me and Craig know what you posted. So it was something that was, you know, legitimate uh, from the heart. And it wasn't like what you posted was just how much you appreciate this girl, how much you, you know what I mean, the experience. And I feel like a lot of times that uh, there are people that are a lot of, a lot, not always, but a lot of the times you got a lot of good positive influences from other people exactly. and you also um bring awareness uh to how how your relationship is going but then you do have that negative um perspective of folks feeling yeah. that they want mm-hmm. what you have and that's the problem exactly. that comes into yeah. play agree nash how how would you say like i know you shared that experience um with one of your ex and things like how how did you balance it out like with i'm sure guys um were signing to your messages and things like that like waiting on that relationship to be done or how did you balance that out? Would you say? Well, I'm a very, I try always to be as straightforward as mm-hmm. I can. Um, I try to be as honest and open as I can. And um, with my, um, my last relationship, uh, that person always, I guess, he thought that I was able to handle things. When it comes to that, I think he, he trusts me on that. He trusted me on that part, I guess. <laughs> and uh, I will. I was always able to tell people like, dude, you know, I have a boyfriend. And they'd be like, yeah, but I don't care. I like you. I don't like your boyfriend. I'm like, you need to stop. <laughs> like no, I always try to say no, uh, in the nicest way possible. Sometimes some guys make it difficult, and then you gotta be rude and stuff. But we always we didn't talk about it all the time because when it comes to when it came to the part, we were kind of similar. Like he he. He wasn't used to uh, post that much on social media, and it was the same for me. So it was kind of easy on on that part. We were like the same uh, at the same level. So uh, when it came to people try to uh, slide on my DMs, <laughs> I will. I was always able to say no, like you know. And it's not just, I, I was, I always try to be um, clear on the part. It's not about the fact that I, it's not only the fact that I have a boyfriend. I always try to uh, make it clear for them. Like, it's just, even though I didn't have a, I didn't have a boyfriend, I wouldn't put my eyes on you because I don't like you. And that's it. <laughs> that's fair. Yeah, that's correct. You, they can't, you know, question what what your feelings are saying is that that's really direct. Um, I noticed that a lot of, um, you know, women, some of them are just as bold as men with sliding in the DMs. Uh, husbands, mm-hmm. boyfriends, your best friend's boyfriend, like they just, some people just in general, I realize just don't care and they just want what they want at the expense yeah. of other people being hurt. Yeah. So I have another question for you. Uh, what do you think 
like from a general perspective makes most women fall in love with their partner? I think um, I think like what most women want from from uh, when they fell in love with someone. I think what makes you I mean, what we love the most is the partner is the partnership. Mm. Like, um, like the fact that you're able to count on someone, okay. like that you're able to have someone that adds you something, not that actually is taking away from you. Just want someone that that's someone that holds your hand, not only for the good part. Is also for the harder, I mean, the hardest part yeah. of your life and the not so good uh, things that probably you, you can go through. And um, I think that that's what we fell in love with. I think maybe most women are not able to probably say it clear. Maybe they don't have it clear in their minds, but mm -hmm. what we're looking for is for partnership. What we want is a partner. Someone that can walk with us through, you know, through the whole path. That's what we want. Definitely, definitely feel that. And what are, you know, what are some like deal breakers or maybe, you know, things that guys may not realize when it comes to women that, you know, would turn them off or turn them away or make them start, you know, falling out of love and relationships? Because there's always like the communication stuff, and maybe some stuff we don't realize yeah. that we do. Uh, besides the part that is very obvious about the fact that we need communication, someone that doesn't come a person that don't communicate, um, that could be a deal breaker for many people. So mm -hmm. some others probably can't handle it in a, in a different way, but, um, I think lack of consistency, mm. it could be. And during the relationship, it can be a, a deal breaker, like a, a very big one. Because uh, some guys, well, some women probably do that too. Um, you start off real nice, uh, being sweet, being romantic, being the most uh, honest man or woman that you can be. Yeah. And or that for your partner but after what happens to many is like when once you know you have it like you already grabbed it and have it in your hands like you know it's secure in your hands and then you start doing those things and I, I think um you, I mean you, you just stop doing the things that make that person uh, fall, in, fall in love with, with you and lack of consistency is a, I mean, can ruin any relationship. That's definitely fair. Okay, so consistency, some, you know, not doing what you did before, you know. Yeah. You know, because uh, uh, things happen, you know, like especially with men, because I'll be 100, at least from my perspective, you know, past relationships. I never felt like I could be vulnerable because I felt like when I was, it wasn't taken seriously. So I would just like internalize everything and just not communicate or be really consistent. 
and then sometimes it really wasn't that deep. I would just get really busy and maybe some of the stuff I was doing before I, I wouldn't do now, you know, but yeah. I never had somebody really have that conversation with me like, Hey, you used to do this. Um, now you don't, you know, what's going on, you know, let's talk this out. Cause sometimes, you know, there are guys who can, you know, or in, I'm sure probably, you know, I'm sure women too, who fake, you know, you know, being not necessarily fake, but they're one person at the beginning and they begin to change and maybe they get too comfortable, you know, within a yeah. relationship, like the person's always going to be there. But the lack of, you know, communications, what just my personal experience that, that I've ran into, you know, when there was stuff I wasn't doing, I may not even be aware of it. So I think what could have, you know, what could help and you can tell me how, the, how this goes through, what could help is just, you know, letting us know too, because sometimes we really, we, we really aren't aware that we're not doing something we were doing before. Yeah. And that is definitely, I mean, I definitely agree with you on that part. It's just like, sometimes uh, you do communicate, but mm -hmm. okay. the person is only able to say, you're like, okay, I'm going to try to change, but then just start doing the same again. Okay. It's hard when you have to talk about the same subject over and over again. At some point, you just stop caring. Mm. I feel that. You know? Yeah, because you don't want to keep repeating yourself if you feel you're not being listened to. No, not at all. I mean, we're we're adults. We're not children anymore. Not even to a child. You need to talk to them and say something to them for them to learn that many times. I mean, like, uh, it's just like it's not that I'm that pro It's not like women or me um um myself like. That we expect that as soon uh, as soon as we we tell you like okay, this is not so good, we need to work on that. Let's change this, but let's improve. Let's put it that way. Uh, expecting that you will change right away. That's not true change, but we need to see you evolve. So, like, what are the things that you find to be deal breakers or? Uh, so, because since we already spoke about like things that'll make you fall in love with a person, uh, like like what are me, things that kind a, of put them past that point of no return? It's a lack of trust. One of one, I mean, is the lack of trust, trust, uh, the lack of consistency, not communication. Uh, those are the three things for me that probably I won't be able to. Uh, that will put me on a point of no return. Like, it's like, no, there's nothing we can, one, one that, I mean, we, you can do things to me that probably make me feel that you're not being honest. And I will probably forgive you many times because I know myself <laughs> and I know that I'm able to forgive many times for probably the same mistake. But um, at some point when it starts to make me overthink and when it starts to make me, uh, make me feel not, I mean, not secure, like insecure about their relationship. Yeah. Maybe I'm about myself, yeah. even about myself. I'm like, no. Like this is not for me. Oh, what, we, yeah, what did like, you say, Yeah, I was gonna say you and me were talking about this the other day. Like, 
like things that you know individually wouldn't set you off or 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 you know raise a red flag to you because you know oh maybe they you know they they said they were at the house but they ran to you know to jewel or something mm-hmm. like that like you know yeah. technically they lied about where they were at but it's not something that would you know bother you it's like oh that was stupid to lie about but you know, ho-hum but when when there's inconsistencies and time's going by and oh my bad i meant to text you and and it starts making you, like you said, making you yeah, think anything I, other. Yeah, I, I think that start, anything uh, you know, that makes that you feel that you're not you in guess. peace with yourself and where you at at the moment, or, or, or with uh, with the person you are in the moment, it's not worth it. Like it's just, it's not worth it. I, I don't think anything worth, I mean, worth my peace enough for mm. me to lose it. Like no, not at all. That's 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 definitely facts, and you know, like you, you both said, uh, yeah, that that's just right just on. one thing for a lot of people because you, most people are pretty secure. They understand we're adults, and you know, we have separate lives. But when you know one thing is not adding up, you kind of let it, you kind of brush it off. But then other stuff start starts not adding up, so you collectively put it together. Yeah. And then you're like, yeah. and then that's when a conversation needs to be had. But then by that time, it's almost like, well, why are we talking about it? Well, because we, because I wouldn't, you don't, you don't want to bring like individual stuff up like that are small that don't really, they don't really hold a significance. It's just when the trust starts, like little stuff starts not making sense and the trust start to get questioned. Like both of you said, that's when you want to bring something up. And I encourage listeners that if y'all have something that's bothering you, no matter how small, you might think it is at least bring it to your partner, but bring it in a way where it's not accusatory and you're not yeah. trying to start an argument. Bring it to a way where you're trying to understand that maybe is it something that you're seeing, something that you're overanalyzing, overthinking, or is it a legitimate issue that needs to be, you know, corrected? Because the worst, the best thing you, the best thing you can do is have that open, honest, and direct communication. Uh, which leads me to another question. Um, Nash and you know be completely 100 with me on this one too yeah. uh, do do women really appreciate honesty of course they do not only women everybody does like you don't want to be lied to you don't want to be you uh you don't want to have you don't want to be in a relationship any type of relationship family friendship uh any type of relationship you don't want to be lied to like you want to feel secure um that the relationship you're building with this person uh is based on honesty like because if you don't have honest if you're not honest with each other then what do you have what do you what do you have very fake social media like really i guess yeah just a fake relationship at that point because you're not you're not telling each other your true feelings because then you let stuff fester exactly and exactly. you're just, mad at you each just other putting on a show for people to exactly. say for people to say or think like oh they look so perfect but do you do you truly know what's behind all that it's all lies and fakeness and you know that's the problem nowadays that's why i say and that's why exactly. i think social media uh has put um everybody on a hard spot because mm-hmm. uh, it's like um you see these people that are full of money 
a quote unquote that I reach or that I reach couples or couples that travel over yes. the world and you see them like they look so happy and whatever, but is you cannot be happy. I mean, 25 hours a day. That's not possible. That would be weird. No, it's not realistic at all. That would be real. That means that somebody is not being true feelings. If you're happy in your relationship exactly. all the time, even the happiest person cannot be happy all day, every day. That's impossible. <laughs> I think often you're completely right. Like people, with the happiness and things like that, and sometimes people are faking happiness. So that brings me to a question of when you think of what's well, a two part question when you think of like happiness and things like that, how do you look at like standards of like couples? And what I mean by standards of when it comes to like men uh, paying for things or women paying for things, uh, even in a relationship when you're dating, um, before you even get to a marriage standpoint, like how do you look at like, are there standards that women set for men, but men don't set for women? Yeah, yeah. double standards. Yeah. I think, um... Well, I think there will be probably people that will listen to this and listen to my answer and will say, uh, no, I'm not, I I don't agree with you. (laughs) And that's okay. But I'm the type of person, like, and I'm talking about my personal experience. I've never had a problem about when it comes to that, to, to that subject with my partners. Like, I always try to you want to I want to go out like babe I want to go out oh I don't have money it's okay if I'm saying that I want to go out that means that I'm going to pay for everything I want to go to the movies oh I don't have money okay it's okay I'm saying that I want to go that means that I'm going to pay for both of them and I'm not going to be uh like later on telling you uh telling you to your face during a fight or whatever like I always pay for everything no because that's not mm. honest I said that I'm I wanna go out and that I will pay because I want us to go out and I can I shouldn't be telling you later on that I'll always pay for everything. You 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 were honest with me and said like I don't have money to go out and I agree, um not agree, I said like I volu- uh, voluntarily said that I will pay. And also um I don't expect for men even if we are casually dating or whatever, like to pay for my stuff, I'm always prepared. And I always, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm the type of girl that if we go out, I will always have my wallet ready. If you don't want me to pay, okay, that's mm-hmm. your choice. But I'm always ready to pay my house. I'm not, I'm not expecting men. And it's not a matter of feminism or anything. It's just like, okay. Why can why can we pay half and half? Why not just the half of it? It's fine because if we if we are trying to build something here and we are getting to know each other and we're dating because we want to get to something to another level together, maybe to a serious relationship or later later maybe to uh, get married and whatever. We're not gonna think on a, a matter of on a matter of oh, it's your salary, it's my salary. No, it's our salary. You know, it's our income. Hmm. 
And is our income yeah. in, if you do, uh, I don't know, uh, to put an example, $100 a month and I'm doing a 200, it's not 200 and you're earning 100, it's 300 that is coming into this house, you know? Mm. Yeah, and I appreciate you sharing that. So what would you say, I know I said a uh, two-part, uh, what would you say, not just with the financial standpoint, um, but what would you say, like, when it comes to maturity, like, do you feel like a person has to be mature to, like, think of it that way, like, women and men? Also, how does that maturity, like, help the relationship develop, like, even outside of financial TJ Bond, are you saying for more of a physical, like, looking past, like, a physical preferences or perspective and looking, like past the financial uh, perspective as well no what i'm saying is that like maturity take right is a big correct. part in relationships so if it comes to uh maturity do you feel like that is a big part of when it comes to the financial like of someone yeah, thinking of it that way or do you think something that um people may be raised that way or how do you think people develop that mindset when it comes to finances or even like how a man stand, how the standards work in relationships. I think that um, you can, you can, uh, or, yep. And it kind of goes, <laughs> no, go sorry, ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> go ahead sorry. I think you can be raised that way. I think men that probably share the same uh, thought process that, that I shared with you guys right now, or women that probably shared my, the same way of thinking that I have. Mm -hmm. I think is is the example that you probably saw while you were uh, growing up. I, I think you can be raised that way. And, and in case you were not, I think experience uh, will show you. And, and when experience comes, maturity sometimes. So I, I think... It depends. Um, you're probably the things that affect you, like your environment, uh, where you were, uh, how was probably, uh, how your parents uh, raised you. I think you can be raised that way. And also I think it's a matter of maturity. Maybe with us, uh, once you, get, you keep growing and learning things in life, um, you reach the certain uh, to you you reach certain level to understand better uh things. Yeah, yeah, I think that makes a lot of sense. Thank you. Yeah, and uh, it, 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 I definitely agree with that because you know most men, I, I and King J Von Craig, Mike, I believe y'all agree with this. Most men don't mind pain, but it, it's just the effort. Like when you kind of just sit there and think, oh. He's supposed yeah. to pay for me for everything. Yeah. That that's when. But if you're going to take out your wallet, I mean, not every time. But <laughs> you, no, I got this. I'll take care of this. But I, most men, we're pretty simple. We we just want an effort. Or you know, if we are think you know thinking of you, birthdays, anniversaries, Valentine's Day, those, those holidays and stuff really aren't ever for men. Mm -hmm. So when it comes to you know celebrating us and stuff it'd be cool to just like have something where, you know, you did something just cause you wanted to just randomly. Yeah. Um, because it just shows that, Oh, yo, I'm putting the effort, but she's also reciprocating that effort and just, you know, doing something 
because she felt yeah, like she wanted men to. Men need to they appreciate like, it as well. I mean, like as well yeah. as women, like we expect to be appreciated and worshipped sometimes. Not all women, but most, but <laughs> some probably will feel that way. But also, man needs to feel validated and appreciated. Is is us as a human beings? You you just like to feel appreciated and loved. Men need that too. It's not only women. Men need it too. That's definitely facts. So I got um one more question. So we can we can kind of wrap up here. How do you think um most people handle when it comes to accountability? Uh, whether either an action or something that they did. How how do you think most people handle that? Do you think that should be that's needs improvement in today's society? Totally. And it's a lot improve a lot of improvement. A lot. <laughs> like um it's I think it's easier for people now just lie and or just um say uh I mean not to take or feel responsible about the things they've done. I think is we we are in times where people I mean, it's feeling now like it's easier to lie and easier to say, no, I didn't do this, than just uh, uh, being strong enough and straightforward enough and say, yes, you know what? Yes, I did this. I said that about you. And and I'm sorry for that. Oh, I do apologize for that. I think it's, um, now it's harder, like, is, is what I was saying at the beginning. Now people uh, feel that it's easier just to say I didn't do this when you know they did. And I think that's part of the what is wrong with the world right now in our societies. Like uh, people not feeling responsible about the things they do wrong and about how they hurt you or uh, whatever is, is what is wrong with us right now. It's, I think is one of our, our biggest problems. Craig Mack, anything to add on that one? Uh, no, I think she's pretty much just now on the hood. Nothing after me. I, I do appreciate uh, how you were able to say some things, like you said earlier, that some people may not always agree with, especially when it comes to like the uh, paying for things, as well as like sharing like how as social media and your own personal experiences. So I had, I did enjoy hearing that part of it. I'm sure our listeners did as well. Yeah. And just, um, just to kind of recap for everyone, you know, we just, you know, talked about a lot today, especially when it came to, you know, love and dating. So just, just be mature. We're, we're adults. Yeah. Nash, Nash said it best. We're, we're adults, you know, communicate like an adult. Are you going to get it right every time? No, I, I'm not even going to sit here and say that I communicate even with my, you know, current, my current res- uh, relationship correct all the time, but I definitely make an effort to make sure that I, I do. And, you know, that, that's just consistency is another thing on both sides. So, you know, man and woman, make sure you're being consistent with your partner. Yeah. And if you have an issue with something that's with inconsistency, you know, bring it up, address it, you know, you know, women, same thing. If you have an issue with your man being inconsistent, you know, bring it up, address it, you know, don't go up and attack each other. And the best thing, best advice I can give to anybody, whether you're in a dating stage and gay stage or marriage, it's not you versus the other person It's you versus the problem 
and you guys got to find a solution together. It's not, I won this argument, you lost, because the second y'all start doing that, y'all already drifting apart. Yeah. It's, okay, this is an issue. We need to resolve it. And the other thing is looking to understand. You may not agree where your partner's coming from. You may, you may just not agree with it at all, but at least understand their perspective and, and, and make an effort to understand where they're coming from, whether you agree or not. Um, that, that goes a long way as well. Um, Nash, anything you would like to add before we wrap up, you know, for our viewers or anything? I think you said it. You said it perfectly. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Well, um, we want to thank y'all for tuning in. Again, we're going to be a lot more consistent moving forward with episodes. Um, We we have a new email for you guys to, you know, send in questions to. We're going to be doing a happy hour podcast, you know, where we have a little sip sip and we, you know, we answer our questions and stuff. Um, Nash, we much appreciate you taking time out of your day to come and, you know, just be real yeah. and raw. With, with Thank us. you guys for inviting me. <laughs> it's been a pleasure. Um, I think that people oftentimes want to hear things from not just us three guys. So it was a pleasure having you on and I um, look forward to having will, you on soon. I will be expecting the next invite. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And then also, as if you want to bring one of your friends on, maybe we can do like a battle. We can like pick a subject and do like a battle of the sexes type thing. You don't have to be about yeah. dating and love or something. It could just be some, you know, fun and, you know, you just go back and yeah. forth with it. Just, you know, just to have Perfect. a good time. That would be amazing. <laughs> Craig, anything, any last words, thoughts? Uh, no, man, I'm just happy to be back. I'm glad to be, you know, back with my brothers. Of course, like I said before. Uh, you know, I haven't, you know, lost contact with y'all. And we've been, you know, talking to each other nearly every day. Um, but it's good to be back on this platform with y'all and uh, doing what we do. So we'll, we'll be in touch, everyone. And, you know, and of course, y'all have a good night. You too. You too. This is Santiago signing off. <laughs>